0: It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talkin' Ag Lane Nordland for today's LaneCast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agriculture Conversation here on the LaneCast podcast. And joining us here today to talk about Montana 4-H and the Montana 4-H Working Ranch Horse Finals coming up in September is... 4 H leader and volunteer, Mr. Sean Tater Erickson. Tater, how are things going today?
1: Excellent, Lane. It's a beautiful day in central Montana.
0: Well, other than all the smoke that I'm currently seeing in the Gallatin Valley, uh, we can't complain about uh, about the summer we've really had here. It's been a, a pretty good summer. And uh, moving into fall, I, the uh, Montana 4-H Working Ranch Horse Finals is just one of those events that so many 4-Hers look forward to each year. And before we start talking about this event and how listeners can participate and support these outstanding 4-Hers, I just would like to uh, thank the Public Lands Council for sponsoring today's show, for more on the Public Lands Council and their 50 years of being a voice and advocate for the more than 22,000 public lands ranchers across the West, visit them at thepubliclandscouncil.org and join them September 26th through the 29th in Park City, Utah. I'm going to be there for their 50th annual meeting. Well, Tater, let's talk about this event. I know that my nephews have participated on the county level with this, and it's just a great way for youth to show off their expertise their knowledge and skills and and what they've learned over the years through 4-h and riding that is the montana 4-h working horse finals and events let's give the elevator speech and share this uh, great event to our listeners
1: well yes this is a this has a, been a Program that's been put in place across many western states, across the United States, and I think even as you get further east. But really, an identification of, of utilizing the ranch horse and what that horse has for value in our communities and in our lives and, and on the daily applications of, of being a rancher. And so, uh, uh, this uh, program is brought to us by the 4 H um, uh, deal. It's called the Working Ranch Horse Project and the project is basically it brings young people in and gives them a taste for what it is like to be around ranch horses and livestock and and using the equine tool of the horse to work with livestock and be around them and so this is kind of a odd thing that we'd be talking about in Montana that we'd have to actually go through this kind of stuff we'd think we'd all be around horses and and around them on ranches all the time but as progressive things happen in our industry and things like that, it's, it's a lot harder or a lot easier to put a four-wheeler away wet and, and you don't have to feed it but just gas and, and that kind of stuff and so we've seen a lot of shift in that but we felt it was very vital to keep this tradition alive and keep utilizing the, the, the ranch horses as a, as a quality animal and a quality tool Uh, for for our young people and then keep them safe and so through this came um, to keep the heritage going the 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 rich history and and to bring youth into it and give them a
0: place to go. So how many years has this event been going on across uh, local counties and then the state finals How, how long has this been going?
1: Well, there's always been a ranch versatility portion or, or a cow horse type portion uh, of different western pleasure, but where we just designated out the ranch horse portion of that, I would say for the last 7 to 10 years, it's been kind of uh, growing and building and being refined each year as we get a chance to find out what works and how to put it into a competition way and how to how to bring these cattle uh, to being a part of things. And so when, when we bring this program into place, we work on a few things and safety is one of the key ones and and I just like to tell this little story or just kind of this anecdote is we have a lot of kids that want to be on horses and different things but everybody else has to you know they have to get the job done and so sometimes they're utilizing four-wheelers and side-by-sides as family members aren't able to ride horses or they don't have them and we can put kids in pretty dangerous situations by placing them out on a a horse with four-wheelers buzzing around them and sometimes it takes a little extra time to utilize that horse and so what we'll find is there's a frustration level that can be developed and then the kid knows that they're being frustrated the adults frustrated and then pretty soon we just start not bringing the horse in from the pasture getting them shod all those different things and so what we wanted to do is to bring this into a place where the young person can be able to start handling themselves in a safe manner and being a part of that operation and utilizing that horse in a safe way. And so that's that's kind of how it gets kind of rolling.
0: Again, the event is going to be held September 8th and 9th at the Kings Arena just outside of Great Falls, Montana. And Tater, your children have participated in this event and so many 4-H events uh, throughout the years. Uh, I've seen them in the show ring there at the uh, the fairs in central Montana. What, what have they gained? I know they're great hands horseback and in the rodeo arena, but what are some of those key things that you've seen your children uh, walk away from these events with, you know, just, just educational experiences and, and just looking at things a little different?
1: Well, as as you as you've got to see and be a part of, uh, we have three wonderful kids. Our oldest is Tayton, Allie, and Tyke, and they're all doing the ranch horse competition today, uh, and and all qualified to go to state. And as we went into this program, we we found that the young men in our uh, organizations, and even some of the young girls, when you look at a 4-H uh, horse show, it it kind of becomes horse showy uh, as a as a term that I use where the horses go slow and they're really refined and it's beautiful to watch but a lot of the young men get bored with that and and there's always a competition sometimes between young men and young women and when they feel like either one is getting beat too much they tend to kind of go away from that event. And so what we found was something that kept our, our young son engaged and even our daughter and those as they had a chance to go a little bit faster, uh, do a little bit more uh, uh, different things with it from roping and, and that's part of our life. Uh, uh, my wife is a, is a pen rider, Erlana, at the um, Bostera Feedlot in Hobson, Montana and so she does and lives this every, every day. And so being able to take this and pass it on to our kids has been just a key thing to making them into the young men and women that they are. I'll tell a funny story on my oldest son this year. As everybody went through this tough and challenging winter this winter, I got a phone call. I had been traveling quite a bit with my job and back east in Washington, D.C. And my son called me up all excited and he said, Dad, Dad, he said, I, I, I got a job today. And I knew that the snow had been flying and that, and, I, and I, my wife had kind of told me what she was going to do, and, and uh, I said, oh really? I said, where are you working at? He says, oh, I'm working at the feedlot. And he was so excited to punch in and go to work there, and I said, well, that's awesome. After seven years, they're finally paying you. And through these types of program and being around our children, our children are able to step up and be quality hands. And as he turned 14, he could go to work for uh, the, the feedlot and the skills that he learned here just transferred over and just lives in, in each part of their lives as they learn to become good horse horsemen uh, and stockmen.
0: So the events, as I mentioned, are September 8th and 9th. And for our audience that maybe will have a little time on their hands up in central Montana, that uh, they're invited to come watch this and, and see the skills of these young men and women in the arena with their ranch horses. Let's talk about the two days, uh, the events, and some of those uh, courses and patterns that these uh, these young men and women will be going through.
1: Yeah, Lane. I'll tell you, this is an exciting thing. is as, as we went in, we, we go in and we have a, our first day is just the traditional four H ranch horse project competition, and so we have uh, we have basically. Uh, uh, separate classes that set up we have a um, we start out with a roping our roping classes we have a heading and a healing portion of it where they actually utilize the rope and they figure out different ways to to rope a calf in uh, on the ground the level one guys start out on the ground and they they rope uh, um, uh, uh the head five times and the heels five times and then we move from that place we start moving to a ranch pattern where they they r- ride a 4-h ranch pattern and, and each pattern progressively gets higher as there's four levels uh level one being the 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 beginners and level four being the advanced and each one rides a, a ranch pattern and then they take a knowledge test they we ask them questions about about uh, the the equine about the livestock about handling about their tack, and they go through that and take a little written test, and then finally, one of our most exciting things that, that kids really enjoy and and really changes lives, and I'd like to talk more about it, but is the ranch sorting. And so we do it a little different than if you've seen ranch sorting competitions. The the young men and women have to go in and, and uh, sort out three cattle in order. Uh, they're numbered, and they sort those cattle out in in a rapid manner, but with control and 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 uh, and 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 ease of uh, stockmanship with their cattle and I'll tell you what it is it is one of the most rewarding things that I've seen I'll take a an eight-year-old young kid in and, and put him in a pen and I'll stand at the gate and make sure that they they, uh, they don't let the cattle out and then we'll talk through, when we're practicing, we'll talk through going in and which way that you approach that cattle for the fight or flight zone. And then from there they start to move that cow out. And I've seen people, young, young kids who are very nervous and scared and don't know what they have the capability of doing go in and be able to manipulate and to move a cow out with just their horse and using their skills and their their mind and, and, and positioning of their horse. And I watch a kid change from being meek and mild to confident and overcoming as they get a chance to realize that they really can do this project and they really can step up and do this. And I'll tell you, it's one of the most rewarding and stressful things I've ever been a part of. I tell everybody in that sorting deal, we have an adult that holds the gate. And they just, they just step out of the gate when they bring the correct animal, and when they bring the wrong one, they stop it. And I say the most stressful place in Cascade County will be on September 8th, in that gate, holding those cattle, trying to sort those for those kids. And it's just amazing to see what they do with their horsemanship and stockmanship in a slow, safe manner. And they come out of that just amazingly powerful in who they are and and their confidence.
0: Now, Tater, I I think this is the greatest part about any 4-H or FFA event, but it's it's real-life situations that these students will be going through, and uh, it's kind of a lost art in some aspects. As you mentioned, there's a lot of uh, operations that have gone to ATVs, but It's so important for young men and women to have these skills to uh, be able to be in these low stress cattle handling situations and just to, you know, understand their horse and be, uh, be a better partner for that horse. And what what else have you taken away as a parent, uh, watching these and, and working with so many youth? And that's one thing I just take my hat off to to you, Tater, and your wife, because you are always so open to having kids come out to your place and providing riding opportunities. So what what have you seen uh, throughout the years working with these youth?
1: Well we, we come from a unique situation. I, I, I have a job and work for a, uh, for a chemical manufacturer and so I don't get to be out on the ranch doing things all the day. My wife does and that's her daily work but what we found is the best way to influence our children and to spend time with our children is to be horseback and you know we don't force them to have to do the horseback thing we do believe that there's some skills they have to learn and they all had to start out uh, in in regular horse uh, showmanship and and horse uh, uh, levels that start out lower in the 4-H deal and they all have to compete in that deal so they build a strong foundation But just as we build a strong foundation with our kids on their horsemanship, we also build a strong foundation with them on their lifestyle and who they are. And where they are, and we found one of the best things that we can do is there's a lot of opportunities to send your kids out to to other places and have someone else teach them. And we bring in we bring in people all the time, like like Justin Warnicky from Great Falls came in and and has done some horsemanship clinics at our place. We've had uh, Buckaroo Business down in uh, uh, Billings. Scott Grosskoff has came and did some roping clinics, and and we had the Balkan Bushes from up at Conrad come in and, and help influence and teach our kids and spend time with them. That is all important but I'll tell you the real importance is us spending time with our kids out in an environment where they have to learn. And it, every parent knows this when we have young children there's a certain time that they will really listen to us and that, that what we say is kind of gospel and then there starts to get that time as they near the teenage years or, or, or even a little earlier that mom and dad aren't the smartest people around. But what we found is that when we spend that time with them in that arena, in that dirt, in that dust, um, we start to bond and build a relationship of trust. We build a relationship of encouragement. We build a relationship of conflict resolution. All these different things that we start to build out in our place. And and as a parent, I, I remember being a youth leader as a young man before I had kids, and I was the smartest I was the smartest parent of all the world and as I become a parent more and more I, I, I find that I'm not the smartest but we learn through our mistakes and our successes but we get to see our kids grow and blossom and we have an active role in helping them become uh, good citizens and I felt like and I've kind of feel it's a part of what we do in our lives is that the young people that are around our communities they also need that guidance and help And not all the time do parents have the skills abilities or time to do that so we encourage them to come to our place spend the time with them help them start to grow and develop into young men and women because at the end of the day our industry needs them our our uh, communities need them our country and our world a lot what we hear uh, every day in our 4-H pledge uh, those those really do take a hold and so for us we believe it's part of our blessing in life is to help young people get a chance to get started Uh, 4-H gives us an avenue to do that and we really want to see people change their lives. And and a lot of people say, well, gosh, this costs a lot of money, and you spend a lot of time doing it. We you participate in the rodeo and different things, but a a gentleman named Walt Johnson up at up uh, outside of Belton, Rangeford area, told me the best thing. He says, do you know how much? I said, Walt, this is awfully expensive doing all this horse stuff with your kids. And he says, well, do you know how much rehab costs? <laughs> And I thought I started thinking about that and I thought, you know, that's the true true fact about this. If I can influence my kids and if I'm the one that, that gets to spend time with them, they'll grow. And what we found is it's awfully hard to be on your on your personal cell phone device while you're out working your cows and driving your horses. There's some people that are handy, but it's kinda of like texting and driving. It don't usually work too good. And if you got a rope in a hand and reins in the other hand, they can't be on that too easily. And so we've really found that having an active role in our kids' life through programs like this, uh, we're making a difference. And, and luckily, so many people have trusted their kids with us as well, and we get to have an influence on the young men and women in our own community.
0: So for those listeners from Montana, the West, or anywhere that are tuning in to this uh, show today, how can they participate in helping support the Montana 4-H Working Ranch Horse Finals this year and for years to come?
1: I'll tell you some of the awesome things that we have going. We've kind of we kind of spun off from the state horse show, and, and it used to be a part of it, and it got to be so big. Uh, in in our communities between uh, uh, Petroleum, uh, Fergus County, and Judith Basin County, we had close to 40 uh, 40 to 50 kids signed up for the ranch horse program, and and had competitions here that that qualified them to go to state. And uh, as we step into that, we're starting to see this need and this desire. There's great programs in Dillon. There, we, where there's programs that are starting up uh, in in Hill County, uh, Blaine County. All those up there are starting to get around to that, and we're excited to see where that's going. And so they have a chance to come and be a part of this and help sponsor it and and so they can contact the Cascade County extension office that's where we kinda go and they have a phone number if anybody's got it kinda ready and handy to write it down is 406 454-6980 or just look up the Cascade County extension office and Rose Malsani is uh, is the extension agent up there. They're kinda the base for our operation and kinda handle our our money and, and opportunities but I think that's one of the things I want to talk about too as we get chances how many people have supported this so far and what they're doing and what they're seeing the value in this um, last year was our first year doing it by ourselves and kind of putting it out and every sponsor just about every sponsor that was involved last year has come on at, 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 at the same level or a higher level and this is they have not received more uh, acknowledgement and thank yous from any other thing than what we've done with this ranch horse these kids are excited and and really really wound up about it we have all kinds of people choosing to sponsor that
0: so coming up september 8th and 9th the event of course we were talking about the Montana 4-h working ranch horse finals tater is there uh, an agenda that folks can that i could provide maybe in the link of this podcast or just more information on where they can uh, go and, and see all the uh, events going on coming up at the king's arena near great falls
1: well, where where we kind of have a lot of things, it seems like Facebook is a pretty good place for us all to kind of get our hands and information out and probably sometimes that frustrates some people in the ag community that are not on it. But as we as we get on there, we have a Facebook page. It's the Montana State Working Ranch Horse Finals. And that's kind of gives us our, our our go. And that's that's where we get to talk about our sponsors and get to talk about the people who are doing it and show pictures of, of what we're doing. I, I, I'd kind of like to highlight some sponsors and, and encourage some people in other areas to challenge. We we uh, we have went out and a uh, Lindsay Garbstead from up at uh, uh she She was former Miss Rodeo Montana, has jumped in and really brought in some great sponsors. One of the biggest ones is the Dillon J.C.'s Rodeo down in uh, Dillon, has stepped up and and given a a sizable donation. They sponsor all the breast colors. Um, and we have the most beautiful breast collars that have been shown uh, all across the state of Montana. They made it to the to the national uh, junior high finals on my son's horse, and 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 just a beautiful tool. And what's really cool about this, and we get kind of some people get are are wonder how we do it, but we you know when you went to 4-H and you did well you got a ribbon well we kind of felt like when you watch the livestock show people and they do good well they get a buckle and and there's some really cool things and they get to sell their animal but in the horse project you don't get to do that and so what we found in this uh, opportunity is is we've been able to get some amazing sponsors and so we have some really cool people uh, the dylan jc rodeos we have the big sky pro rodeo committee is on there i'll tell you these rodeo committees from around the state i encourage them to take a look at this because this is the type of place and the type of kids you want to be sponsoring we have uh, the montana shed center this year stepped up in a big way and is giving out coats to all the contestants that come and go there. So the contestants get a jacket just for entering and coming to this thing, which is a huge deal. It's a source of pride. It's, it's saying, hey, I'm a part of something really good. Um, we have Horselicks, New Generation Supplements has come in and stepped in and, and they give out uh, uh, um, supplement tubs to uh, a lot of the winners and all our class winners that we have in there. Um, we also have uh, uh, ranches that have stepped up. Uh, the Garrison Ranch in Dylan Montana has stepped up, uh, Gary Lynn Olson has stepped up, the Glenny Ranch, the Swans Ranch from down at Judith Gap has stepped up. We have uh, uh, companies like Wilbur Ellis that has stepped up to this, uh, Whiffley County, uh, 4-H Councils from across the state like the 4-H uh, Beaverhead County 4-H Council. Uh, we have uh, um, the Yellowstone 4-H Council, uh, the Montana 4-H Foundation has stepped up in there really exciting things that we have coming on is Huey hats have come in as a sponsor that's coming into this thing so they're going to be giving away that we have a wonderful gentleman that does our breast collars and different things is is uh, Iverson custom salary Dave Iverson has jumped into this thing with both feet and has put out some of the most beautiful things uh, uh, chinks to the to the overall second day winners uh, we, we uh, uh, have uh, two pairs of those that float around our house today um, we have um, Dr. Jerry uh, Bill Jerry Billquist has stepped up and sponsored a lot. Catlin Horses, uh, Select Horses, has stepped up in a big way. Cayuse Livestock down in down in uh, um, uh, the the Crazy Mountain area. We just have buckles from Montana Silversmiths. One of the really cool things we have Greeley Hat Works is giving out custom hats to the winners of the class. We have saddle pads um, coming out that are that are going to be high quality saddle pads, and, and we know what good things are, and so we kind of find the best that we can get to. Cinch has stepped up in a big way with duffel bags and, and, and gift certificates. Uh, Grizzly Saddlery has stepped up with head stalls. Uh, we have spur straps from Justin Viles. Um, we are standing one of the one of the neatest sponsorships we have, and it's really fun to watch. Is Buckaroo Business, which is Scott Grosskopf down in in uh, Billings, Montana, has been our official rope sponsor, and he has got to go and and share with these kids. And we we'd have dummies sitting out there, and the kids all of a sudden started roping them like ranch roping, and it was so fun to see these kids step up and learn a new and different way to rope it. It's amazing. It it kind of gets me excited, as you can tell, and 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 really get a chance to to change and to move kids. So if you're thinking you want to be a part of that, uh, we're we're welcoming to you, and we want you to come and watch and and be a part of it. We have the second day. We're going to have a ranch horse versatility program where they have a, a reining pattern, a cow horse pattern, a trail, and a pleasure. And that is a really fun deal. And when you think about those uh, type of things, they kind of sound like horse show, but these are actually moving cattle, sorting cattle. They're, 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 they're running cattle down the fence um, and, and turning them and boxing them and just opens up a whole new level for these young men and women with their horse So am mission. I
0: young enough to qualify to uh, enter this uptater? <laughs> oh, I tell
1: you what, it's its hard to stand back as a parent and watch all these good prizes, but it sure helps uh, It sure helps when your kids get a chance to to earn these because uh, we like to have good tack and we've got good tack for these kids to run with. But here's the deal, I know there's people that are apprehensive and saying, well, I don't know if we know enough about it or we don't. I guarantee you there are enough opportunities to earn a prize that your young man and young woman would have a chance to win something here. We very rarely send someone home without something in their hand, and it's not a participation trophy. Believe me, it's not. This is, this is a competition where they're going and striving and trying to earn. But we give so many different opportunities for young men and women to, to showcase their skills and showcase their level of competency and that they can do this and they can be a functional part of the community as a ranch horse person. It's just amazing.
0: Tater, at the end of the day, we all want to support our youth. And 4-H is just one of those organizations that sets a foundation and a strong foundation for youth. And I'm pretty excited uh, uh, just hearing about the 4-H Working Ranch Horse Finals. And, uh, again, we keep saying the date. It's September 8th and 9th near Great Falls at the Kings Arena, a beautiful indoor arena where this will all take place at. So if you are in that area and you have a little time on the 8th and 9th, Go out there and show your support for these 4-Hers. But at the end of the day, if you really want to support these youth, if you want to help continue the importance of the legacy of being able to work cattle horseback and just for these young men and women to become better horsemen, that is why you should become involved in that. And all of information that uh, Tater provided us uh, in the link on our website at Nordland communicationscom and also here in the podcast details. Tater, I'll give you the last few words. Anything else that you'd like to tell? Maybe some young 4-Hers out there or maybe just some supporters or possible supporters of this event here today.
1: Well, I just like to like to encourage people to, to, to take a chance to step out and figure out what this is and and help us keep this tradition alive and and it's it's not dying it's just it just needs to be fostered and uh, you know the days we've we've gotten to where we get our horses out at branding time and we get our horses out at uh, at shipping time and it seems like we hear more and more of opportunities people getting bucked off or getting hurt or they can't find a horseshoe or the horses are lame or different things like that but we encourage you to start getting. Out and getting on that horse and spending time with your kids just uh, we, we, we used to we used to break horses in the evenings uh, around and we've got to watch our children do that and, and to be a part of it and it's just it's worth the investment it's worth the time uh, I had a good gentleman a good friend of mine tell me years ago one of the things that he regretted was getting off of his easy chair and getting down on the floor with his kids and for me it's getting off of the easy chair and getting out in the arena and spending time with my children and so I, I really appreciate the chance to be on the LaneCast. I, you know, I want to brag on the LaneCast a little bit uh, for your listeners and different people, and why this is such an important avenue for us. We like this because this is a chance for us to be able to share our vision of the Working Ranch Horse program. for for years to come and the Lanecast has given us a great opportunity to do that and to put that out there and put that in people's uh, hands. And so we're very thankful that we get a chance to be a part of this and and I encourage people that if you're just listening to this one show I encourage you to get subscribed to it because we're just many of the great opportunities to influence agriculture and influence our communities uh, that are talked about on the Lanecast. Uh, With this Public Lands Council and what they're doing is a really cool thing. We know that the September 8th and 9th also has the What the Hay contest in Hobson uh, in our community. Uh, we just, uh, I'm very encouraged to see what we're doing with the Lanecast and where it's going and people getting a chance to to communicate. You know, you talked about the over the kitchen table. That's where I am right now is, is sitting at the kitchen table with all my paperwork out in front of me so I don't forget anybody or forget to talk about something. And, and I appreciate having a chance to have this this uh, opportunity to have a long-standing relationship with Lanecast and what we're doing and I just want to encourage people if you if you have questions or wanna want a sponsorship or whatever I'll give you that number again Uh, it's uh, the MSU Cascade County Extension Office at 406-454-6980 and then uh, again that number is 454 6980 and they'll get you started, they can send you an invoice or you can contact me at 406-366-1287 406-366-1287. And if you'd like me to come to your community and share my vision with you with your 4H horse leaders and that, we'd love to get this out, especially out in that eastern Montana country. So,
0: Well, thanks thank Tater, you again, for Link. that uh, plug. I greatly appreciate that. And uh, as you mentioned, if folks want to subscribe uh, to the Agriculture Conversation, you can do so by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. At the end of the day, though, it's about uh, supporting our youth in agriculture and continuing to enjoy the Western way of life. And one way you can do that is supporting these outstanding 4-Hers in the Montana 4-H Working Ranch Horse Finals. Tater, thank you so much for sharing more on the event coming up uh, September 8th and 9th in Great Falls. Uh, Have a great day. Don't uh, don't let the smoke get to you.
1: Thank you, sir. We'll run to our next event, which is the high school rodeo in, uh, in uh, um. Well, Lewistale. safe travels, so and you, that's
0: close to home, and uh, good luck to, to, to the kids here this weekend. And that will do it for today's Lanecast. Thanks for joining us. As I mentioned, make sure to subscribe today and send us your suggestions for shows about ag issues that impact farmers, ranchers, and rural communities in the West and across the nation. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with and Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and Nordland Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.